Hey everyone, welcome back to Centered, uh, a podcast dedicated to exploring spiritual practices for everyday people. Here's our hope. Um, This is a hope that we have ourselves recording this podcast and we kind of have this hope for everybody listening that um, as we explore what it means to seek God in our lives, we would find a little less of the anxiety, the busyness, the stress that just overwhelms so many of our lives. Um, And that we'd find a little more centeredness, a little more of what scripture says, the peace that surpasses all understanding. My name is Carl Helvig. Uh, It's great to be with you again, joined as always by one of our co-hosts, David Dillon. Hey there. And we have a new guest today that I want to introduce you to. Her name is Jackie Braley. Jackie, it's so great to have you with us on the podcast today. Thank you. Jackie, why don't you start just by telling us a little bit how you know Centennial Covenant Church and, you know, just a little bit of your connection to this place. Um, When we moved to Colorado, our uh, former pastor had given us a card of some pastor in Denver. And so (laughs) I looked up to see where it was. And sure enough, the name said Steve Tolson. And so we found them in the shopping center. Yeah. And that was our first exposure to Centennial. And after about three Sundays, my husband said, this is where we belong. This, this feels like home. And so we've been a part of the church for about 26 years, I think. Yeah. That's awesome. Raised our three boys. A pastor friend gave you a card. (laughs) And like we say every Sunday, you know, a lot of people listening to this podcast are, um, Jesus followers, Christians, but we know that some people uh, don't necessarily identify with Christ in their faith, and we just hope that uh, while this is a church and, and a Christian ministry, we hope that this is a, a meaningful and encouraging uh, content for anybody who's listening right now. Well, Jackie, uh, you know, like we've talked about, this season we're exploring the idea of interactive prayer. We kind of put that adjective interactive in front of it, and and we were all discussing ahead of time what do we really mean by that? Um, I'd love to just hear you shared a little bit. What What are some of the things that come to your mind when you heard that term, interactive prayer? Well, to me, interactive prayer means mm, a conversation mm. or, or <clears throat> uh, a dialogue between God and, and me. And just um, speaking, but also listening and, and feeling what, what is being communicated. Mm. Yeah, we've all, we've all been in conversations with other people that were not interactive, that were <laughs> one person talking yes. and, and or maybe nobody listening, you know, uh, but it's, it's striking how unpleasant it is to be in a conversation that's not truly interactive how much more when our prayers become something other than a two-way dialogue yeah and then jackie before we went on the air here you mentioned too that there's sort of a horizontal dimension too that is praying with others can be interactive and i know you've been involved with a a ministry for a long time Mm -hmm. praying for kids in our schools and yes uh, i've been a, a a big part of a, well, no, I've been a little part of a big ministry <laughs> that, that focuses on children in schools. But the primary thing has been that it's all based on scripture. It's scripture-based prayer. Mm. 
and it's one accord prayer where we pray for one thing at a time very in a very focused manner. And so to do that, we allow people, everyone just jumps in to pray as they are prompted by the Holy Spirit, but they're very short prayers, like a sentence or two. Mm. And as soon as you finish, there's the inner discipline to be silent and let someone else have an opportunity. You can jump back in again and again if this is the way the, the Holy Spirit directs. So interactive prayer for me is interacting with the Lord, speaking, listening, and interacting with other people when you're in a group who are committed to praying for a certain specific thing. Um, and watching how the Holy Spirit just sort of makes it flow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So tell us a little more about you had shared um, that in, in this ministry group you're part of, you kind of have a process that you go through. Mm -hmm. Just tell us a little bit about what that looks like. Um, we start with praise. Hmm. And um, this has come to mean so much to me and so much for me. It's done so much for me. Mm. It's just always starting the, the hour with praise. Yeah. And we, we do that by choosing one attribute or character quality of God, um, looking up a number of scriptures, three, four, five, that speak to that. And then th from what the scripture says, those verses, we praise God. So if we are praising him for his faithfulness, you know, we have scripture after scripture after scripture, and we say, God, we just praise you for being a faithful God, someone we can always trust, mm. someone who is always there, someone who never sleeps nor slumbers, and you are faithful through the ages. You've been faithful to me. You've been, you are faithful, I believe, will always be faithful mm. to your children, and therefore my little, ch little ones that I'm praying for, and so all of, the, all of us women, as we pray this, just focus for about 10 to 12 minutes on one attribute. And we pray that. And I cannot tell you how many times I've come very worried or concerned about a child or what's going on at their school or fear because of school shootings or whatever else. And I've gone to my mom's and prayer meeting and we started on praise and I was just thinking boy I can't wait till we get down to intercession so I can pray for my kid but by the time we finished the praise there was such peace mm. and then when we got to through the, our silent confession and our thanksgiving and we got to intercession we also use a, another scripture that has to do with that attribute, if it's God's faithfulness, for example. Um, and we each pray that, like if there's three moms in the group, I would pray that with my son's name in mm. it, in that scripture verse. And then the next mom would pray that scripture with my son's name in it. And then the other mom would pray it with my son's name in it. Mm. And then we would move to the second mom, and she would pray it with her daughter's name in it. And I would pray it with her daughter's name in it, as would the other mom. So we 
focus just on scripture and bathing our kids mm. in that scripture first. And so many times by the time we finish that, it's like what I was going to ask God for? No, what I really want is what's in that scripture that's part of mm. God's character. That's what I want to show up in my child. That's what will give the thing that is most needed. Thank you, Lord. Mm. And it has just been, and many of the other moms have have reiterated that many times that what they thought they wanted by the time we were actually praying for our specific request for our child which we do after we do the verses changed so i'm hearing one big takeaway is maybe we don't rush to god with our list of what we think he should do but sort of slow down our prayers listen to scripture absolutely absolutely and um as, as I was taught and told, um, Scripture tells us that God answers our prayers when we pray according to his will. And the one way we can be sure that we are praying according to his will is to pray God's own words back to him. And um, so using Scripture as, you know, a, a single verse as a means to align myself with God's will and to pray specifically for my spouse or my child or my whomever, yeah. my parent, whomever I'm praying for at the time that's near and dear to my heart, knowing that that person is far more near and dear to God's heart. Mm. But I want to pray according to his will so that I know that my, my prayers will be answered. Mm. So. Yeah, we've talked about a number of times before on this podcast, and I'm kind of hearing you reiterate, reiterate in a sense, is it's so easy for prayer to become, in a sense, kind of me-focused, focused on what I want and what I think and what I need. Or I know I've also in, encountered many people and experienced myself, if, if it's not even me-focused, it's also or it's not even focused on my list, it's also just like, well, I'm supposed to do this. So I, I guess I, you know, I should do this so that I check whatever weird box on my to-do list I've created that, um, but what I'm kind of hearing you say is when we pray scripture, it really puts a focus on what God might be saying to us or, or a perspective. It shifts the perspective away from what we particularly think onto a consideration of God. What are you trying to say? What are you trying to show me? What are you trying to do? And man, I just think that's so good in so many ways in life of if I'm just stuck on my own wants or needs, it kind of closes the field of vision that I have in life. And this opens me to, to say, how can maybe, how can my perspective be shifted? Is there something here I need to see that I'm not seeing or something here I need to consider that I'm not considering? Yeah, I think it's so easy to kind of take a great and glorious God and shrink him down to something mm. we can understand. And then we kind of make him in our image. It's like, well, if I were God, this is the way I'd do it. So God, would you please heal this person? Would you fix this? Would you, you know? <clears throat> um, and when I really focus on God's attributes, his character, his qualities, how he loves and blesses hmm. and affirms his children, how he does, he's so wise, he does what is best. That expands my picture of who God is and his power and his abilities and it causes me to want to worship him hmm. instead of worship well I guess I should yeah I'm a Christian so I should worship 
it's my duty. No, it, it, it comes from a different place yeah. uh, of just um, being awestruck hmm. at how great he is and how faithful and how good and how kind and how um, wise and that he loves us so he disciplines us and it's because he loves us and it just helps understand helps me understand I don't know more of who God is mm -hmm. a little more a little more which is our ultimate hope in prayer that we get to know this God who loves us and gave himself for us so that's wonderful yeah well, you had said that um, the, this prayer group you're part of has had kind of a focus prayer verse for a couple years. Uh, would you mind just sharing a little bit, sharing what the verse is and maybe a bit about the significance it's been for you mm -hmm. to spend really a couple years um, it, it, giving some attention to this one short passage? Okay. The, the verse is uh, from Romans 15, verse 13. And it says, may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him, so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. Hmm. And because the last two years have been uh, filled with a lot of things other than hope <laughs> <laughs> in so many ways and in so many places, I have just found myself... Pray, when people ask me to pray for them, I have found myself praying this verse hmm. and writing it on cards. And it has just come over and over and over. And when I feel myself getting stressed, it's like, all right, I need to look at this again. And so um, I often put my own name in it. So wherever it says you, I just say Jackie. Hmm. And um, I would just encourage our listeners to put your own name in this mm. verse, mm -hmm. or if you're praying for a child or a spouse or a parent or a friend, um, put their name in it and just let that sink in and give yourself and others hope. Yeah, and how powerful is it to, like you had said, I really like you had said, we're not interested in just dipping our toes into this idea of conversation with God, but we want to really soak in it. And so, the significance of repetition, of letting some really powerful words like that not just be one thought on one day, but um, through repetition, allowing them to really form our, our desires, our desires for ourselves, our desires for other, the, the prayer that we pray. Um, I, I just think it's a beautiful image of how um, repetition can shape the way we think use, through God's eyes about the world. Well, um, I think that would be a great way to end. And Jackie, would you be willing to just say kind of, you know, we, we've talked about how when people are listening to this podcast, um, you know, people might be washing their dishes, driving to or from work, um, you know, may, maybe doing it during some form of a, a quiet time of reflection or prayer. But um, why don't you guide us to wrap this up through that practice of praying through this scripture? Okay, I'd love it. So as I pray this, when I get to the word you, just substitute your own name or whoever you are praying for. Mm. All right. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that, and again your name, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope.
Why don't you read it one more time? Okay. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace as you trust in him so that, and again your name, by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. God indeed fill you with an abundance of hope. No matter what circumstances you find yourself in today, may these words uh, be a strength and a comfort, an encouragement and a guide, both for you and those you love. Thanks for being with us, Jackie, and thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time.